Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hi, my love. Welcome to another episode, short, maybe longer than short ones normally that I do. Episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolobova, and hands down, this is and will be the hardest recording I have ever done in my life. And I was telling my husband just recently that I went through so much stuff in my life. And this one is probably the hardest, one of the hardest, if I am not including the transitioning of my grandma last year, five days before my birthday. And uh, I want to be sharing this episode because... First of all, I truly value rawness and authenticity. I truly value when we are sharing where we are, not as a complaint, not as dumping, but as a light of hope. Many of my clients call me guardian angel or lighthouse. Some of them also mama bear. And uh it's because I have this nurturing quality and also because I share my journey. I share my ups, I share my downs, I share my lowest points, I share where I truly am. And when I say this is the hardest episode I ever recorded, it's because I'm still going through a lot of emotions. I'm still going through a lot of pain. I'm still going through confusion and I wanted to record this today because this is the most authentic and raw that it can really get now that I am going through my first pregnancy first trimester and first marriage uh marriage miscarriage you see the words are not even coming miscarriage of my life and uh, it's really, really fascinating, the emotions that I'm really going through, because physically I am still, you know, like in like the limbo. <laughs> My body still thinks it's, it's pregnant, even though I, I ceased to have pregnancy symptoms last week. And uh, that's where I knew that I can trust my intuition and my body and something is off. But for those who are listening and just tuning in for the first time that you are maybe finding me, and this is the first episode you're listening from me, um, let me take you a little bit on a quick back journey because, again, my, my, my short episodes are usually short, so I'm not going to be sitting one hour and talking about what is going on. Um, 
But for the past year and almost half now, we've been preparing with my husband for pregnancy. It was very conscious pregnancy because last year in January, I quit my birth control. And um, that was the time when I was still with my grandma, still taking care of her. And then the same month she had a stroke and then she was taken to the hospital. And um, I traveled back to United States because she lived in Czech Republic. And my grandma, that was, she's my soulmate. She was, I always call her baby girl. I, I feel like from past life, she had to be my daughter. The relationship that we have was so tender, so beautiful, so close, so connected. And, um, and so last year she transitioned, you know, in April. And um, it was a very eventful year because See, what we are not taught is what birth control is truly doing to our bodies. How is it stopping us? How is it numbing us? How is it confusing us, our hormones, our body? I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know what I know now. I didn't know what I was pumping into my body for almost two decades. Because, of course, my OBGYN and my gynecologist, they say, oh, it's fine. It's just a low hormone. It's, you know, it's good for you. You don't even need, oh my gosh, I'm still like in disbelief when I think about how my gynecologist told me. And he was, <laughs> he was the head of the hospital. It's not like, you know, just some gynecologist. In, back in Czech Republic, he was very prestigious and very like, you know, good and he told me like, oh, you don't even need your period. Like why? Like you don't want to get pregnant. So you don't need it. So your body doesn't need it. Doesn't tell you that it stopped producing all your hormones and your body to stop. And it's just, let's not go there. I will like invite an expert to talk about it. But I started to study last year um, hormones and how to balance your hormones. I started to work with our beautiful fertility doctor and angel, uh, Catherine Zagon, which I'm still working with. Um, and she helped me to get through that and heal natural my hormones. And because the year was so eventful, I also find out that I had Hashimoto healing my thyroid. So last year was all about healing. You know, it was me losing my grandma, me gaining 20 pounds, losing my grandpa on a day of our wedding. So wedding itself, it's pretty eventful, even though I had so much help that I'm so thankful for my friends. And then moving unexpectedly to Mexico last year. So my body was in such a stress and it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative, it's a stress on your body. So my intention, my intention was like, I get to heal a thyroid so we can get pregnant. And that happened through, you know, my journey and my healing in Tulum that we lived. I healed my thyroid. And um, then, you know, this year in, uh, in March, because my thyroid was in a normal levels, we got the green light from my fertility doctor. So this year, you know, 2022, um, with my husband, we created a beautiful ceremony back in Tulum to call in our spirit baby, just like opening the door, opening the portal, saying, we are ready. We are here for you. And I get to be honest, when we in, in January declare, like, this is the year we are getting pregnant, when the thing got really like real, I freaked out. I literally freaked out. I just, it was like, I disconnect from my truth. I disconnect from who I am. And 
I was in scarcity and fear. So for three to four months, I was very inward. I was very living for myself. I didn't want to grow my business. You know, I was just like going and taking care of myself, which is not the bad thing. Of course not. But I was doing it from a place of doubt. I was doing it from a place of, can I really do this? Can I be a mother? Can I be a wife? Can I still be like, you know, sexy lover to my husband, when we have a baby, what if I lose my freedom? What if I lose my body, you know, coming from 20, almost 18 years of eating disorder, it's so many things coming to your mind. Can I maintain my business? What if I'm pregnant, and I cannot function? What if I have the baby, and I cannot work like so many million questions that nobody can ever answer for you, because Every pregnancy is different, every person, everybody, and every business is different. So I feel like it took me like good three to four months to really get back. And then I declare, you know what? I can do this. I got where I am because of how resourceful I am, because of how growth oriented I am. If I figure it out up until here, I will figure it out from here. And that was the month when my abundance started to skyrocket again. That was the month that, you know, I was starting to feel good, you know, about myself, about my body, about like, okay, I can do this. It's like, we got this. And so in April, it's the moment that I'm like, you know what, like, this is good. And it was also like my, my, my birthday month. And in May, we get pregnant. I personally feel that we get pregnant on May 17 and I find out I'm pregnant on May 31st. And I just, it's so funny. Like there was the time that I was supposed to get my period and, you know, I had like light cramps and things like this. So there was a little bit of disappointment, like, oh, I'm not pregnant. I'm having like period cramps. And then I'm like, but I feel kind of different. It's just like that we women are so magical, so miraculous. Like our bodies, wow. Like this just amazes me. It's, I'm in awe with our bodies. I just knew something is different. So I went to the um, store. I went to, you know, like a drugstore, um, um, like pharmacy. That's, that's what it is. And I bought two pregnancy tests, but each of them had like two, you know? So I'm like, just in case, you know, um, I, I brought it home. I didn't tell anything, my husband, and then waiting for the next morning, because of course, that's what I read. You got to take, you know, the urine test in the morning. And so my husband was like, um, working in his office. He wakes up like 4am every morning. So I wake up in the morning and like holding and, I run to the bathroom, grab one uh, of the test, go pee over it. And then it had the cross, you know, on it, like two lines. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, is this, is this what I think it is? You know? And then I'm like, I thought that I bought some like advanced tests that should like write it on it, that should like say it on it, that I am pregnant. And so I look at the other test that was still in the box together. There were two. And that's the one, the advanced. I was like, oh my gosh, but I peed everything. What do I do now? So quickly I'm going to, and still it's like, I want to surprise my husband. I don't want him to come into the bathroom when I'm, you know, running here and doing all of this. And so I went and um, drank a lot of water. I was like, I just need a little bit. I just need to squeeze a little bit. And, you know, like in the morning you're dehydrated after you peed all around, right? 
And so I drink a lot of, lot of water and I like wait for like a few minutes and then I just go and collect a little bit of urine in a cup and then I put a test in and then I'm waiting and it's like, you know, like it's just like counting on it and then it shows pregnant. And I look at it and I like went out from the bathroom and was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like I couldn't like believe it. And it was just like this beautiful confirmation of like, I know my body, I know what is happening. And um, on June 14 is my husband's birthday. So I took the pregnancy test. I rubbed them in, you know, in a um, beautiful paper, put them in a bag, put it on a bathtub, put the, the phone on um side of the you know like by the mirror uh on the side so I can record it so we have it like memories like how I told him and so it was really really beautiful and um it's so fascinating like how we really know how we know how our bodies feels how they feel different so you know for the next weeks it was just like being super 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 tired sleeping all the time during the day and you know, like, even though our baby was with us for a short time, I was pregnant, you know, like, they counted from the first day of the last period, which doesn't make sense to me, because you're not pregnant. But I know I got pregnant in like, May, it was either 15 or 17. I think it was more of like the 17. So our baby was um, eight weeks. And um in just those weeks, it taught me so much, even before I got pregnant on how resilient, resourceful I am and how I can truly do it. Because even though I was pregnant and I was super tired and I was nauseous, I still hosted two VIP weekends. My clients, they came, they didn't know I'm pregnant and they wouldn't be able to tell. Um, and my husband was so supportive and helping me and, you know, like, at home and with my business. And when I had my VIP weekend clients, he took over like one session to teach them too. So I could go and take a nap and rest. So the baby that came really, really showed me a lot. You know, the baby really taught me a lot. And, you know, last week we had um, we met the, we still work with our Dr. Catherine, who is a fertility doctor. We sign up for the midwifery here in Las Vegas because we are planning home birth. And we had, um, you know, first visit with a midwife and um, they recommended to do ultrasound just to like make sure everything is okay. So in six weeks, we went for ultrasound and um, we could see, you know, that I'm pregnant and we could hear a little bit, just a very tiny bit, the heartbeat and uh it brought me so much peace just to know that the baby's okay. Just to know because deep inside, I just, I don't know. It was unexplicable like fear that something could happen, but it wasn't like I am creating it. It's like this deep knowingness inside it. You just have that feeling. And so when they told me that everything is perfect, everything looks great for the six weeks, uh, we schedule our next ultrasound two weeks later just to make sure that we hear the heartbeat because in six weeks, the, the, the heart is just like forming. So it was like six weeks and a couple of days. So we schedule ultrasound for eight weeks, which is today. And uh, last week I started to feel different. Um, 
I just, again, it's like, you know, your body and um, you feel your body. And I, you know, I kept saying before my husband, I love being pregnant. I don't care that I'm bloated. I don't care. I'm tired. I don't care about any symptoms. And of course, there were moments and days that was in my head, like, oh my gosh, I already put four pounds and I'm only two months pregnant. And, you know, like I wasn't eating because I was nauseous. I mean, I was, but very, very consciously, like I get to eat a salad. I need a greens. I need extra protein. So there was like, this is what the baby needs versus like, this is what I want. Um, of course, there were a couple of times, like the first couple of weeks, like I was having like crazy cravings for donuts and um uh, croissants, you know, which is funny. I never eat croissants. So that's like, it was my craving. And that's why I like, Oh, something is off like craving croissants. Like I want to have them every day. Um, so, you know, a week ago I started to feel different. I was like, Oh, this is weird. Like I'm not so nauseous, maybe a good thing. Right. And we don't need to be nauseous 24 seven. But then also like I, before that, like I couldn't even sleep on my belly because my, my breast was hurting so much. It was so tender, so sensitive. My breast wasn't hurting, you know, and I'm like, something is off. And, um, last Friday, a week ago, I told my husband, I came to him. I'm like, something is off. I don't feel pregnant. I don't know why. I don't know what's happening. And he said, honey, don't create it, but you're putting out there. And Truly, my love, sometimes you just know, sometimes your intuition is showing you. It's not about, oh, I'm so afraid to have a negative thought because I'm creating it and it will manifest. Your intuition and your body knows. And that's what my intuition was telling me. I just, before that, I would be like doing guided meditations for the baby and music all the time. And then it just, it didn't feel, I wasn't guided to do that. And so, it was just terrible not knowing is is the baby okay am i just exaggerating is is it's just like am i just making it up so on sunday morning i just call and schedule ultrasound and they were able to get me in on sunday and uh, it was different location different lady and they told me that they can see the pregnancy suck but not the baby and <laughs> Those who never went through it probably won't never understand. And I wish that you never go through this because every person will, of course, have a different relationship to this. Um, but for me, it was heartbreaking and um, it is heartbreaking. And I just lot of depth and emotional waves and confusion and wondering what did I do wrong? What could I do differently? What happened? What I will probably never know what happened because there's a million things that can happen. It was just such a hard feeling, like the heaviest heart I ever felt. It's like the stone was put on my chest. And I couldn't stop crying and I just couldn't eat. And uh, at the same time, feeling so much emptiness. And um, there's still like the flicker of hope. What if they just 
the technology is wrong. They couldn't see it. And it's still there, how it could be there six weeks. And it's not there in seven and a half weeks. And uh, I was just so excited to go to the ultrasound and see the hands and feet in the eight weeks and hear the heartbeat. And, uh, and then you're told there's no baby. Like, what do you mean? I was, you know, I was seven weeks pregnant 24 7 it's inexplicable I felt like I was like two years pregnant with you know how tired I was and you're like 24 7 thinking about what you're eating what you're doing how you're moving everything you know I bought some bigger clothes you know from for workout when I'm moving and it's just um inexplicable and today it's um when we got the confirmation, we went for the ultrasound again today to the same location. We went to the six weeks with the same lady. And when we got that confirmation, like there's no heartbeat, um, there's no baby. It's um, unexplicable pain. And listen, I've been crying and calling just, I want my baby back for a past week. And um now I just feel empty and numb and confused. And uh, I know I'm not going through this alone. Not only because I have a friends and family who just few people that very few people who knew they're supporting me 24-7. But also because I know that there are women who are listening who are either going through it, went through it. And... Um, the pain, it's just inexplicable. And um, it requires a lot of surrender and a lot of hope and a lot of faith to just trust that whatever is happening, it's really happening in our highest good. And no matter how much personal spiritual development you have, no matter how many explanation you give yourself, like the soul wasn't ready or there was something going on, not developing with the baby's body, it's better this way. There is still immense sense of loss and pain and hopelessness and wondering if you ever can go through this again, if you would be scared the next pregnancy. And that's where I'm truly leaning into trusting my body, trusting the universe, trusting that there is a power higher than just us that is guiding us and helping us. And uh, I know there will be a lot of waves up and down. Um, and even though I know that, you know, my baby's not inside, I still didn't went through physically um, missing, you know, the, the baby. So that's something that it's still going to be happening. And let me tell you, it does scare me, you know, um, because miscarriage, it's, it's a thing that is close to, uh, you know, like giving a birth and, um, it can last up to two weeks. So as I'm recording this, I'm, you know, still didn't have any bleeding or crumbs, but 
I know it's coming and I know I'll be supported and guided and still it's um, it's scary and heartbreaking. So my love, whether you went through this, whether you are going through this, just trust that, you know, this journey is, is it gets to happen and uh, that you are strong, that you are loved, that you are supported. And thank you for listening because I truly feel that when we are going through pregnancy, when we are going through miscarriage, some women are going through this alone. Some women don't have supportive partner and family and friends. And I remember when I was, you know, searching online about pregnancy and then, you know, since last week to learn about miscarriage, um, there's a lot of information and also having someone who is going through it right now is going to bring a lot of hope and light and love. That's what I hope. So remember my love. No matter what you're going through, no matter what is happening in your life, you are not alone. You are supported. You are loved. You are going to be guided. And remember, I love you. I see you. And I receive you. <laughs>